Hey everybody, in this week's segment we're going to be getting into another Under the Macroscope segment where we take a look at the psychic weather going on in current events and this episode is called Truthers, Fear, and the Rise of the Karen. That's coming up next. You're listening to the Wizard Factory Audio Podcast, streaming now from Spotify, iTunes, and other major platforms. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Wizard Factory video podcast, where you subscribe to weekly videos exploring deeper understanding of the universe and ourselves. My name is Logan Hart. And I'm Brian Easterday. So another another chat this week about the psychic weather. What's going on in the world out there and what are some of our thoughts about it? If you're new here, hit that subscribe button on the way in. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much. So uh, let's get into this. Brian, what are some of the things that we've been observing uh, over the past several weeks? Well, yeah, yeah, we'll kind of do a little general general overview here, and then we'll we'll get into some <clears throat> details. But there, there's been a few areas that I've definitely noticed uh, have really flared up, and and a lot of it is in regards to the current world situation situation with the the COVID nineteen virus and the lockdown and, and all that. So. I'll just say this right off the bat. This has been one of the most valuable learning experiences of our life. Uh, and if you think otherwise or you're just stuck in the fear and how horrible it is, you're you're probably being manipulated somehow and you're not really paying attention to what's really going on. <clears throat> you can really see with this event is when something that has this much fear, this much impact gets triggered, it really allows you to analyze the psychic state of not only individuals, but as groups. So in this episode, we want to hit on a few of these different groups uh, and kind of just different archetypes that we can see uh, rising in response to this. Uh, one of them being the what, it, what you could loosely be called the, the truth movement or, you know, what your standard truther uh, kind of, you know, per minded person is out there and how they're reacting to this. Uh, we can also see how the Karens of the world are reacting to this uh, and how they are really on the rise as, as well as a few different other things. So um, no, no, there'll definitely be a lot of good stuff to get into with this episode. <clears throat> so a, a good point that we can start with is um, something that, you know, is very troubling to see the amount of division that's that's happening and you know it's troubling because the unity is what makes us strong if there's all this division then chances are there's some kind of agenda going on with this sleight of hand that's being conducted where something's being instigated over here like hey look over here and with the other hand there's something uh being done that probably isn't in your best interest so what i'm seeing is you know all this division and uh adamant division about what is real you know uh someone has their idea about what's going on in all of this uh chaos and confusion and then anyone else who hasn't you know, seen come to the same conclusions and see it their way is just too stupid to realize it or they haven't done their research or whatever it, it, it is and there's such hubris that comes with this this uh personality 
that is so convinced that they alone have all the answers and they've just figured it all out. You know, some people say this is all just a hoax, that there is no virus or that the, the virus can't infect you because it's not alive or, you know, that the numbers are 100 percent true and there's all these people dying from it and, and everything in between. So, you know, there's there's some truths, there's some exaggerations and there's some just outright illusions. You know, some actually still believe the, the news. Um, but but human beings, one thing is sure that human beings are being pushed farther and farther into a state of confusion and fear. And this there's no you know ambiguity about we can really see this. Yeah, absolutely. That That's definitely a, a good point to look at is how, just how confident people are in, in what they're saying and, and very much like kind of a people are taking a very black and white stance on it. You can see your, your average kind of normie, your average person, uh, they're totally in a state of fear in regards to their believing everything the news is saying about, you know, all these deaths, this virus is terrible, it's going to wipe out, you know, how, you know, and they're just buying into all the fear porn. Uh, we can also see it very much within the truth movement of how certain a lot of those people are of exactly that their theory is the right one or that, you know, this and that. And I, I think it's really, really important to understand that no situation, especially one that is on a global scale like this, is totally black and white. If you're thinking that way, you're you're stuck in some kind of dogma. The key to understanding situations like this is to be able to do things like this, observe the psychic weather, and to understand the nuance in different things. To see that sometimes it's not either or, sometimes it's both. Like that, that many things can be happening at once that you know, aren't necessarily directly connected with each other. So an example of this would be like with the uh, banking system or, you know, we, we hear a lot of truthers, they talk about the, the dark ball or whatever, in, in the idea that these are all people that are just totally unified, that they somehow just have this one mind and that everything they're doing is all com completely planned out perfectly and everything like like that, that they, they really put them in this state of having like ultimate power and ultimate control. They put them on this pedestal like a god. Uh, and by doing so, you act, that, that's actually empowering them. You're elevating them to that state of godhood just by believing they have that much power and by spreading around the fear porn that, that a lot of truthers do. Uh, but you can see that, you know, even within the, the power system of control, there's no unified group in, in that sense. Like there's organizations that they work together, but they're all individual people, just, just like we fucking are. They all have their, their own, own thoughts, goals, ambitions, greed, and they're all vying for power of, of who's going to get more. It's not just this simple black and white thing about they're, they're, this group is doing this to us. That's, that's not how it's working. There's a lot of different variables and things that are at play here. Uh, you know, like, for, for example, like my, my view of how, how I, I would see or kind of summarize the situation is that like, yes, like there's a virus. The virus is, is, you know, real. It's an actual illness. Not that it's anything more. I don't think it's anything more deadly than any, any other flu or it's anything to freak out over. But like with the theories of where this came from, there's the theory that is like engineered in a lab or that it was developed, uh, you know, from the way, you know, uh, 
the the food markets are in China with, in regards to animal mistreatment and things like that, or you know, mixture of both. Where that doesn't necessarily matter so much. But what you can see is no matter where that the virus came from or who started it, it was used as a ploy to push other agendas. That mm-hmm. whole thing of never let a good crisis go to waste. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I have seen things to where I, I do think this was something that was planned and, you know, was put out there uh, through what means or how. That's, you know, a, a, a different story. But it, it was definitely the kind of uh, chaos magic that you you try to create whatever effect you can. And then based off of what's happening, you know, you're, you're then – making your plays off of that in, in, in the sense of you don't like in and this is a thing to understand with magic and for the truthers who think they understand the occult let's let's explain something here magic it will never work out exactly the way you think it will like you'll get what you want not in the way you think you did like it, it's it's very very well it works out exactly like the way you think so even if these people are performing mass chaos magic like we could we could see that 2012 uh, performance from the Olympic Games in the UK, definitely a mass chaos ritual. But how that's going to play out, when, th- those are all variables that are up in there. That's why it's chaos magic. You don't know exactly how it's going to play out. What you do is you prepare yourself for different uh, situations, scenarios, and then when certain things are falling in line, you, you'll try to push the agenda to where it works in the way that you want it to do. So it, it's not this just simple black and white plan. It's a very multifaceted, very complex uh, thing that we see going on here. It, it can't just be oversimplified. Right. Absolutely. And that, that really does relate well with, or and in, 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 add on to what I was saying about uh, the division, because regardless of what you think it is, or whether you don't know, like you just said, Brian, I mean, you know, it's very brave of you to, you know, say that you don't know right here in front of everyone because, you know, some people perceive that as weakness. You, know? <laughs> you can't just not, you have to have an opinion, you know, come on. Now. <laughs> but, you know, what, what you can see is that division serves a purpose. Energy harvesting and mind control programming, chaos magic. This is what is occurring. So what other people are doing in the world, what they choose to do, you have absolutely no control over. So it's pointless to obsess about all the details of what's being done while also, listen very carefully how I'm wording this, while also focusing no attention on how you yourself are reacting to it. That is everything. That is what you have control over, and that's what you should be focusing most of your attention on, really, uh, because that's where you can enact change that actually empowers you. Obsessing over what's being done in ways that you can't control only makes you focus on how helpless you are to, to stop it, if that's yeah. all you're looking at. Well, you're, you're, pouring your, you're pouring your psychic energy in, into that charge. You're building it. So, if, you know, to speak to the truth here, if you're really terrified of government, stop stop elevating them. You know, like if, if you're giving all your fear, all your psychic energy, if every single post that you're posting is, oh, they're doing this, they're lying about this, they're doing that, 
and like that's all your like you are you're the one building that charge for them you're the one pouring your life force energy into their creation and helping their magic fucking come true you're helping create it because you're falling for the trap and you're being just as easily manipulated as any of the sheeple uh that are out there you're you might go in a different direction but you're still being fucking pushed and really really easily it's it's honestly been quite the learning experience observing most of the truth community and, and how easily they're manipulated and swayed just as much or even easier than a lot of the normies are. Uh, right. And it's, it's sad to say, but it's fucking true. Like, and it's very interesting to watch the cycles play out every single time there's some sort of world event, whether it's a, you know, a mass shooting or, you know, some kind of other terrorist attack or something that happened. Uh, and, and this is no different as you see, you know, it, it starts taking the attention of people's minds more and more. And then you're seeing all the Facebook posts reflecting what's on people's mind, you know, principle of mentalism there. And then as the confusion grows, uh, those who are trying to scramble to, to put all the pieces together are becoming more and more sure of their little take on the data, the conspiracy theories that are, are you know, what some other uh, conspiratorial figurehead such as David Icke or Alex Jones has weighed in on. And, and then, you know, it, it's different theories are gaining traction and gaining steam. And, and more as the more that plays out, you see people speaking more and more so sure of themselves. It's just this, this is just what it is. And, you know, like this, it, that attitude about it while, having that sense about it that they they really have nothing substantial that they're basing that opinion on other than just pure speculation and what other people have said right yeah it's based off of assumptions and they're looking exactly. for a confirmation bias and and this is coming whether it's from normies looking at the mainstream news of, oh they're saying the virus got worse or it's truthers sharing a, a fucking meme that someone just made and then acting as if that's proof somebody somehow a satanic pedophile mm. i mean it, it's fucking ridiculous what people accept as evidence um but again you know this this really highlights for me i, I keep thinking of rahu here i spoke about this in the last macroscope episode that we did where i gave the astrological report of what was going on um if you haven't checked that out go check out the first one because you're gonna you're gonna see the things i was talking about playing out that's what <laughs> that's what's happening rahu is still rahu's the trickster he's loki he represents illusion. He's still sitting in Gemini, the sign of communication, relationships, and is sitting in the Aradhranic Chakra. That's all about the storm, a storm for cleansing. So one of the ways uh, I've really, you know, I, I like to look at things is this, especially using astrology and looking at things from the more the spiritual perspective. I, I can see that with this placement going on, there's a natural storm that's supposed to be going on, especially when it comes to our relationships, our communication, and the illusions, the tricks being cast within those, uh, that's, that would be going on whether the COVID thing was happening or not. It, it's a cycle. It's a process, and it's a good thing. The Ardhra and the Chakra, it's a storm that is uh, – it, it's a Jupiterian-like kind of storm in the sense that it's, it wants to expand things. Uh, it's there to – bring that kind of like Jupiter retrograde energy in the sense that it, it destroys and smashes things, it's a storm of destruction, for the purpose of cleansing and learning spiritual lessons, learning spiritual wisdom. So if we're to look at things from the, the bigger perspective and drop all the truth or fear porn, 
we can see that, yeah, there's a storm going on in the world right now, but it's ultimately so we can learn more about ourselves, we can gain more, which what have, you, what have we all had the time to do? Even if you buy into the lockdown and you've quarantined yourself, what have you had time to do? You've had time to learn about yourself, to look at yourself, to question all the time for spiritual practice you could want. And if you're not coming out of this with that, then you've just been distracting yourself with everything else, whether that's a person that's kind of like an average person that's staring at the fucking news, or if it's a truther that's on Facebook sharing every other article, or tagging a million people that don't agree with them and trying to argue with them constantly. That's psychic vampirism. That's what you're doing. You're, when you're doing shit like that, you're trying to keep yourself distracted by what is outside of you instead of looking what's within, which is exactly where you should be looking. Like this is, it's all in the fucking mind. It's the principle of mentalism. And it amazes me how many, how many truthers I see it. It frustrates me that they say they understand natural law and they say they understand things, but yet they're so easily manipulated and falling for the standard shit that everybody else does. Like, but, and, and they're, not taking this as a beautiful opportunity and a time to, to work on yourself, to study, to create things. Like, those are the things you should be doing right now. Mm. Like, expanding your awareness. If you're, if you're just saying that you're bored or you're sick of this lockdown or it's driving you nuts, it, it's not the lockdown that you have a problem with. It's yourself. Because what it's doing is giving you the time to face your own bullshit and you don't want to do that. So it's a lot easier to say, oh, I'm so bored. Oh, this lockdown is the reason I'm going insane. No, it's because this is the first time where you haven't had a million fucking distractions out there to keep you distracted from your own bullshit and your own trauma. And now that you're having to sit with your trauma for a little bit, you don't want to deal with it. Like, that's why most people are going crazy. Like, the the box is in the fucking head. Like, it's it's in people's minds. Like, that's where it exists. And it's only there. Like, there's no physical box actually keeping you in. No one's forcing you to stay in. Well said, man. Brian uh, wielding that hammer, hammer of you. <laughs> Hitting some light and bolts of truth. I love it, man. I love yeah. it. And, and you know, yeah, I mean, think about it. If if to you, uh, to them, sorry, to the, to the controllers or whatever you want to call them, uh, if you are – are seen as a power source, as a pawn, etc. then what makes you think they care how much you know about your own enslavement if you continue to choose to act as a slave to them and a fucking power source to them? They don't give a shit. That's why they're telling us in movies and this and that, everything that they're doing to us and, and things just continue on. And the same mind control tricks as you said, Brian, brilliantly, that uh, that work on the masses are working on people who claim to be in the know, especially people who claim to understand the occult and magic, but clearly don't by any stretch. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and and also uh, wanted to uh, comment on another thing that you mentioned about <clears throat> uh, people sharing all these memes and and such uh, with a complete and utter lack of ability to identify what qualifies as evidence at all. And believe you me, I can, I can speak of this uh, from personal experience. I, I used to share that shit all the time too, back when I first started waking up and red pilling and learning about 9-11 and all that ABC kindergarten conspiracy stuff. Uh, you know, I, I did it too. I, I fell into that trap of, oh, here's information that 
makes sense to me. Therefore, it must be true. And then you share it as truth. And, and you're only propagating false information and discrediting truthers by people who have a complete lack of discernment in the process. And so further division, because there's the people that question things uh, and, and people who don't. And it's just going to get uh, automatically rejected. Right. It, it goes down to critical thinking, you know, like and, mm. and people really aren't understanding that critical thinking process. They're not taking things down to the foundational assumptions and they're not considering whether or not they are actually discovering evidence or if they're just trying to fulfill a confirmation bias that exactly. goes along with the narrative that they want to be true because that's what they've been telling everybody for years. Mm. Damn. Yeah. You are on point today, sir. Um, yeah. yeah. Feeling Jupiter. So, <laughs> so another area, another area that we can witness this division growing is, you know, with this uh, the rise of the Karen. You know, this this sort of backlash between the self quarantiners, you know, the people that are saving lives by staying at <laughs> home or wearing their mask or whatever. Versus people, that are, <laughs> versus people that are protesting the lockdown and promoting a return to normalcy and wanting to go back to work and go about their lives. I mean, you know, yes, I, uh, you can see that uh, we're specifically what you said earlier, Brian, about boredom. We're not saying that, you know, that everything's completely all in your head and that the world's just fine. We get it that that people are out of jobs, they're running out of money, they're dipping into their savings, or, or much worse, they could be getting evicted. You know, we, we sympathize with all that. We're, we're not talking about any of that. We're specifically focusing on the areas that you can control and the way that you're framing your situation in your own mind that is only a partial truth that's focusing on the negative or, or the victim, woe is me and there's nothing I can do about it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, this in this dynamic particularly, we can really see more uh, indication of the people that worship the empire and they they lick the boot that's on their throats, versus the people that well, frankly, people like you and me who uh, see it for what it is. That it's just all a giant farce and a racket and a facade and smoke and mirrors and you know we we just want things to uh, continue on without these ridiculous pretenses. Mm. <clears throat> when it's, you know, like I said, it's, you, you hit on it well, it's, it's, you can really see the different groups of people and like those who, you know, like the Karens who they, they're out there and they just, they absolutely love to, to lick the boot or to be the person that they, they get a little bit of power so then they can go narc on their mm. neighbor. You know, oh, you're out at the park when you're not supposed to be, oh, you're doing this. Pay attention to the rise of Karens. Karens are, what we mean by that, it, it's an archetype that we're referring to of a person who is so powerless that they try to do everything they can to exert control in their external environment. They'll snitch on their neighbors. They'll turn them into the cops. You know, pay attention to who these people are. Remember them. And, and I'll, I'll say it outright, ostracize those fucking people. Blast them on social media. Like, They're dangerous. This, this is, they are dangerous fucking people, and you have to treat them that way. And the community around them, people need to know who they are and that they're dangerous. And they, social media is a very powerful thing. And if you can use it to point out that people 
oh, if you try to exert control over other people, if you snitch on your neighbors, you're going to become the next Karen. You're going to end up in that next meme, and the entire planet's going to fucking rip on you. Like, that right there will make people stop and think twice before they go along with all the authoritarian bullshit. And remember who these people, like, when all this is done, because it will be done, remember who those fucking people are and disassociate with them. Like, this is a learning process. It's showing you who you can trust, who you can't trust, and who's worth having in your life or not. And if they're people, I don't give a fuck whether they're family, you're in a relationship with them, what it is. If they're the type of person that is going to become a Karen and, and turn you into authorities for not obeying what the black box tells you, get those fucking people out of your life. They're not Ooh. worth having in it. Like, mm, and you crazy. can and you can see with these people, it's it's the law of correspondence. It's the principle of mentalism we can see here. The people, whether they're truthers or Karens, who believe the quarantine is like you know happening, that they're saying they're stuck in their houses all the time, or you're seeing all these memes. So oh, when I get out of quarantine, like the quarantine exists in your mind. So for those that actually think they're physically quarantined, that the government has us all locked down, the it's in your head. You have yourself locked down. Nobody's physically stopping you from getting out your door, going and enjoying the sunshine, like the weather, doing whatever you want. Like, and yeah, you can say they're trying to write tickets or they're trying to do this. The percentage of people that's happened to is so fucking small. And again, stop giving them the power. Like, ignore them. Don't pay the fucking ticket. Just stop fucking obeying. It, it's for, mm -hmm. for truthers who are supposed to understand the principle of mentalism. It, it amazes me how many don't actually get it. Like, just stop giving it psychic fucking power. Let yourself out of the box. Like, if you're feeling like you're stuck and the government has kept you locked down and there's nothing you can do, they haven't done it to you. You've done it to your fucking self. Mm-hmm. And isn't it ironic that, uh, like, they're the ones that are all obsessed with the quarantine uh, and then what you should be doing is quarantining them and putting up a fucking energetic barrier to them. Right. Yeah, because it's, it's like, um, you know, Th Thomas shared another day did a, a really great video where he talked about uh, Corona becoming like a, a new god to be worshipped. And you see this with the doctors and the nurses. They're being elevated like heroes, you know. All of a mm. sudden, everybody who people are just doing their normal fucking job are, are heroes for dealing with the virus that's just like any, any other flu virus. So this, this Corona is like oh. the, the, what, what's happening is it's being built up energetically like a god to then become sacrificed. And that sacrifice is going to provide the energetic needs in order to mm -hmm. achieve whatever means and goals that they're wanting to do. So by people, whether it's the Karens or the truthers, pouring their psychic energy into it, you are building up, you're worshiping the corona god, pouring your life force energy into it, which is ultimately going to backfire on you when it becomes sacrificed and it will get sacrificed in order to achieve whatever means, mm. but your psychic energy will have helped made that happen because you didn't understand the principle of mentalism and the law of correspondence and, and the other cosmic laws. Right. And, and to uh, complement what you said there as well, uh, some may know that Corona in Spanish actually <clears throat> means crown, which, yes. and then to take it a step further, a crown is a symbol of enlightenment and truth and knowledge because it's the rays of the sun coming out of their head that's that's the reason you know they place the crown of thorns on jesus head it's the symbol of uh the divine right to rule essentially that somehow they they're imbued with this holiness that allows them to act as gods so it's interesting that you said that corona itself 
aptly name, is being almost built up as this this deity. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. and this is why I think, you know, people who are animist or pagan, uh, if there's a group of people I've noticed doing really well through most of this, it, it's the, the little soul family and tribe that we have online that most of them are animist or pagan. They mm-hmm. can allow themselves to not mind all the Christian fear porn of it's the end of times, it's the apocalypse, which is what most truthers, even if they don't think or identify as Christian, that's where that programming comes from, of where you mm-hmm. think the government's going to come control everything and everything's just going to go to total shit and ev- the whole planet's going to be totally changed instantly. That's apoco- like that's the apocalyptic thinking. It, it's coming from Christian programming. Uh, so when you don't have that, and you can look at the world from a pagan uh, perspective and an archetypal perspective, you can start to pick up on and see these things uh, and observe them for what they are without being totally fear-based. Like I understand as a pagan, cycles and change are a totally normal part of life. In fact, this I'm happy all this happened. It's a good fucking thing in the long run because I, I can look at the astrologically what's going on. I see what's going on. Uh, with all the energies in play, and I, and I can recognize, even though it's a difficult process, it's a storm, it's a useful process. It's, it's mm-hmm. an alchemical process. It's, it's something that is going to bring about change. It's up to us to decide what kind of change that's going to be, and the choices, it's 100% up to us. Like, it's not in it's not in the hands of the elites. We're not totally powerless. Like, we get to decide how we're going to move forward and what kind of world we're going to create from this. Mm. And that's, uh, that invoked something very profound in me when you were talking about the cycles of how, okay, think of the end times. It's only apocalyptic if you see it as the end times, the, the <laughs> end of something. For something to end, there has to be a division or a separation which creates a, a singularity that this entire mono fucking mind virus is built upon. One God. One lifetime, one chance to get it right or you're punished forever. No recycling, no, no reincarnation that every other indigenous you know, uh, culture believed in before Christianity. And, and same with this, that, that we have this one life to, to even you know, from the truth or mindset, someone who doesn't even realize that they're operating from the Christian mindset, that we have this one chance to rise up and beat the government or else they're going to totally lock us down and we'll be stuck in the Hunger Games for the end of time forever. And it was, you know, like forever. It's just fucking silly when you think about it. Like there, there's no way they could actually fucking pull that shit off. The, the only control mm-hmm. that they can get away with is the control you allow them to have. That's and fucking I mean, it. Plain and simple. The, again, e- even if the worst possible things come true, Stop thinking like a fucking Christian and look at things in cycles and uh, stages and chapters of evolution that's ever going. Even if things got as bad as they possibly can be, it is a natural law that that state cannot possibly continue on forever. It will end and it will fucking pass. The winter will go on and you'll be in springtime before you know it. I mean, seriously, like synchronize your mind to the patterns of nature and so many doors will be unlocked for you. Exactly, and it's cosmic law. Like everything's in motion, everything's always changing. So it amazes me how many, you know, especially truthers who say they understand natural law, but yet they buying into this fear-based Christian bullshit. 
It's the projection um, of the stagnation they have in their consciousness. <clears throat> Exactly. So they're not allowing to see it. So when you understand and you can embrace that change, you can see it as something, you know, really good to have. And, you know, a point that you brought up earlier, Logan, uh, that I really liked was that it, when it, and it came to critical thinking is people's inability to discern uh, what actually qualifies as evidence. So whether or not that's the normies believing everything the mainstream news tells them, or, you know, just because a doctor has a white suit, they must be totally 100% correct. Like, you know, or you're a truther, just, you know, people sharing around articles and memes of just, like, if you just apply a little, little critical thinking, you, you can see it's just total shit. Like, there was, there was a person that shared a meme the other day about, you know, some actor being a satanic pedophile, and they had, they had a couple little pictures all spliced together on the meme of just, just these pictures. And this person making a hand gesture, and then somehow that, and they circle it, and like, oh, oh, see that that's the proof. Like, no, it's not. Like, and I, I called them on. I was like, how how does that actually prove? Like, how is that actual evidence? Like, and I'm not saying these things don't go on, but if you actually want to fucking expose them, you have to understand something. You have to start actually educating yourself. You have to be able to use critical thinking and you have to drop the fear-based point. You need to actually look at real fucking irrefutable evidence. And if you don't have it, you're just spreading misinformation and you're actually doing more harm than good by spreading that shit around. Like when I talk to the person, she's like, oh, well, I know this one isn't real, but it, but it just demonstrates the idea that it goes on. Well, if you're sharing that and saying that, oh, this is the evidence, but then you're saying, oh, I know it's not real, but I'm still sharing it, what you're doing is just trying to put out shit that is, is your confirmation bias. Mm -hmm. that you're finding every little fucking thing you can to put out there to confirm your own story that you're telling yourself. Like, mm -hmm. so there, there's a total lack of discernment for evidence, and this, this leads me into the point of a, a documentary I've seen going around recently that I've I'm 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 extremely disappointed in how many fucking people I've seen share this crap. Uh, the documentary is called Out of Shadows. It it was your standard Christian fear porn shit of a person who doesn't understand the occult. They don't understand magic, but and then they've just bought into all this. I've I've seen a lot of people share this documentary around, and you know. The, I'm going to say, I'm, I'll put my theory out here. I think this is from the intelligence services. If you're in the movement, services. you should know how hard it is that if you have actual valid information to actually get people to pay attention to it. Now, you see this documentary, not only is it released on one YouTube channel, it's released on lots of them, mm -hmm. all sorts of different channels. A lot of them popped up overnight, but yet they're getting... 20, 30,000 views on each channel. Like one of the channels, it had 8 million views on this documentary in a fucking week. Mm -hmm. But yet you, like, you think that's actual people out there trying to wake people up and getting that, and getting that to people? The, the fact that it went that quickly, it didn't get pushed down the algorithms. Like if it was really exposing mm -hmm. some kind of truth, that would have been dropped. Even that, it, censorship it, and everything. Like they would, they would shut that down in a fucking heartbeat and completely right. like shut down the whole channel. And it's right. interesting how similar these patterns are to the flat earth stuff. When it came out, it came out of nowhere like explosive Away. fire. Yes. Exactly. And you see these channels. If you, I mean, even if you look at the documentary, it's got like a, a cross in the background. Like it's a it's total Christian fucking fear porn from, mm -hmm. from stupid fucking Christians who don't understand the occult and magic. 
Like, they haven't for a long fucking time. They're still buying into the same fucking shit. Uh, the guy who made the documentary, he's totally connected in with all, all over fucking Hollywood. Like, but, and then, you know, all of a sudden this comes out. And look at the documentary. Like, making, making films and things like that, that takes a lot of equipment, money, time, editing skills. Look at the quality of that documentary and, and the way things were done. Like, done very professionally. It wasn't just fucking whipped up. They knew what they were doing. And it's been released, and not only is it not getting suppressed, but it's exploding. And when you listen to it, there, there's no actual evidence or proof in there. There's a lot of allegations. There's a lot of assumptions. There's the there's the ho you know the the guy who's doing the whole documentary talking about how when he started to find out about the the occult and things like that, then he, he got really scared. So that's when he turned to Jesus. Like it's fucking. I mean, my God, the fact that so many goddamn truthers think this is. This is fucking evidence. Just shows you. No wonder if there's a ruling class, they they think the, of the truth movement as a bunch of fucking clowns because mm. they buy into shit like this that that intelligence service can put out there, and they're too fucking stupid to put the pieces together to use critical thinking to go. Oh, this person just said this. Uh, oh, that's confirming what I believe. Or oh, what is the? Uh, they never stopped asking themselves. What's the underlying assumption under this? What is this built off of? What's the you know, like, they don't break it down to the that trivial. foundation. They, exactly. You've got to understand, like, oh, there's a false assumption in here. And you can tell on that documentary, the guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about when it comes to the occult, because he only talks about the occult in the sense that, oh, it's this big, bad, evil thing. It's safe to do. What do you think people who are trying to control you want you to do? They want to keep you away from stuff like that. What's the best mm -hmm. way to do it? Make you a Christian to where you're afraid of it, and it's literally against your religion to fucking look into the shit. I mean, it, they were so easily curbed and herded into, like, the normies went to one pen and they just went to another. Like, mm -hmm. that's how easy it is. They're just getting put in separate pens, but they're still in a fucking cage. Yeah, I mean, my take on it is whether it's intelligence or not, it, it very well could be. Even if the, the official little, like, bio thing on there is true, that it was this little independent uh, filmmaker who just wanted to whatever, that's fine. But uh, look at the way that any mind control propaganda piece is set up. They're going to first uh, give you this uncomfortable truth, right, like the inconvenient truth. They even called it an inconvenient truth. They give you that little thing to make you uncomfortable. Did you know that 70% of the rainforests are dying? Oh, what? But don't worry. Here's the solution. And then they offer you a solution. So 99% of this documentary could be factual and, and true. But that 1%, they can spin it in a way that makes you, it's like, well, all the problems are obvious and we can see that, but what's the answer? You know, what do we do about it? That's literally getting them to, uh, you, getting you to align yourself to their agenda and, and act in a way that favors them. And as you said, Brian, what better way to control people than to funnel them into this completely fear-operated religion or belief system, uh, Christianity specifically? And, and again, you can see there, there has to be an agenda. Why else would they put uh, a cross in the background of this thing that 99% of the movie is about Hollywood and manipulation through the media why didn't they put like the hollywood sign or uh you know a camera or a brain or something no it's a cross because that's what they want you to take out of it is like you said oh they're they're doing things that i don't understand and they say it's satanism they're, therefore 
the Christian story about what Satan is and what it stands for must be true. I mean, it's a completely false right. assumption there. Right, exactly. And, I mean, they have the image of, like, Jesus being fucking crucified in there, but yet people are calling this a truth fucking documentary. Like, the motherfucker never even existed. Let's start that off. Jesus never existed. Sorry to fucking break any of your news or you guys who think he's historically proven to exist. That's not true. There's no evidence. Uh, I, I just don't know why people always think Jesus is going to save them. The guy wasn't even good at his fucking job. I mean, what, what kind of a carpenter ends up nailed to some boards? It's, it's a fucking joke. Like, <laughs> I mean, geez, the guy, like, <laughs> I mean, so, you know, if, if there was a summary that we could get out of this, it's step back. If you're stuck in the fear-based thing, if you're afraid of whether what the government's going to do or what the virus is going to do, if it's a fear-based thing that's controlling your behavior, stop and take a look at that. If you're constantly looking outside of yourself and you're distracted, if you haven't taken this time to learn about yourself, to get into spiritual practices, to create something, stop and think about what you were doing and where your psychic energy and life force energy was going and direct it back into learning about yourself or, and creating things. Like, this is a wonderful time to create all sorts of beautiful things from art to you know, all, you know, all sorts of things. I'm getting ready to uh, launch a new business, you know, getting into, like, gourmet mushrooms and stuff here, like, in the next couple months that I've been spending a lot of time researching and doing that. Like, I'm, I'm creating. You you take that time. You take that opportunity to actually do something with it rather than you just being an energetic source for the mass chaos that, that is going on. Uh, and, you know, that, that's really where it's at is turning your knowledge back inwards. Being able to look at the world and what's going on outside from this kind of this psychic weather perspective or putting it under the macroscope, as, as we're calling it in this episode, and being able to look at things from a bigger, a wider perspective and analyze them in, in an archetypal way, in a psychological way. So you don't have to buy – you can look at all the little pieces and how they fit together rather than just getting caught up in it all. Absolutely. Very well said. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, really, you can you can determine this by simply asking yourself the one question. Is this actually serving me? Is this making my life better? Is this useful in some way? If not, then stop doing it. Stop putting your precious life force energy into something that isn't advancing you or humanity uh, or both. And that, you know, it really is as simple as that. So, you know, this, this episode is generally just a, uh, a loving encouragement to get you to step into a space of more self-reflection, uh, self-analysis, redirection, calibration. This is the perfect time for that. So don't let it go to waste, like lean into that. And there's so much medicine here for you. So that's going to wrap us up for this week. You know, of course, always we thank you for your support. Please like the video and help us grow. Um, you can check out all of our products and services on thewizardfactory.com. That link is below as well. And sign up for our initiation package for a free little uh, video course that we put together for you and uh, access to our private Facebook group. So that's all we have. We hope you enjoyed this. And until next week, be empowered, be inspired, and be encouraged. Thank you for listening to the Wizard Factory Podcast. We hope you'll join us again next week as we continue to explore deeper understanding of the universe and ourselves.